Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's Jason and Ken's Six Pack. Presented by Weathermaster Windows. Get top-rated windows with a lifetime guarantee for under $215. Visit wmwindow.com and get an estimate in 60 minutes or less. Inside access to what the boys are drinking. <laughs> I mean, thank you. 1057 The Fan. Halloween's 11 days away. It's trick or treating time, and we're giving you the six worst things to get. Let's get started, Stump. Number six. Number six is Almond Joy or Mounds, because coconuts suck. Beautiful. Uh, I, I love that stuff. Uh, Give no. them all to me. You can have it's it delicious. all. delicious. It's the biggest disappointment in the world. Oh, it, you're it, a loser. It, my friend gets a Snickers, the other one gets a Twix, and I get stuck with the Almond Joy. And what's worse Give is me all nobody's going to trade you. That's great. You're, you're, you're stuck with the coconut no, no, candy. No, no, I take them. It's great with the yeah. nuts. It's great it, without it, the nuts. The Almond Joy goes with your musical taste. So that, uh, that, that's, Almond Joy's got nuts. And Mounds, mounds don't. don't. Yes. T-Bone, I want you to keep an open mind with my list oh, as, God. as it progresses. Just keep an open mind. And remember, I grew up on the mean streets of Hollandtown. Right? Uh. Anything was possible. Six is candy corn. Candy corn oh, sucks. Candy corn's the best. Candy corn's for losers like I, I Gigi love... and Brucey. Put candy corn candy in the fridge. Candy corn is gross. It's amazing. Candy corn shouldn't exist. It's amazing. Nobody wants it. Get rid of it. Don't buy it. I literally had candy corn it, in my fridge it's right gross. now. Well, that's exactly yeah. that proof, it's, proof it's, enough. Yeah. Yeah. It's gross. Yeah. Save the candy corn. Nah. Give to me. Number five. Black licorice is nasty. It's also for losers. You probably like it? No, it's much higher on my list. Yeah. It's uh, disgusting. Yeah. I don't know how people really mess with it on any level. It makes me want to vomit. And I don't want it in like little form. I don't want big sticks of it. I don't want it touching other candy. I don't want it infecting my pumpkin that i'm carrying around don't keep it away number five for me is that jackass neighborhood dentist who gives you dental floss or a toothbrush when you go trick-or-treating like you know what this is one day a year we want candy stop with your stop with your messages i don't want your floss i don't want your toothbrush give me chocolate or i'm gonna egg your house oh wow number four number four is apples i want chocolate or skittles or starburst don't give me your health crap it's Halloween. Save your apples. You can eat them yourself. I want chocolate. Four is a cotty. The last thing I really want to carry. Who has around. ever given a cotty? Last thing I want to carry. Nobody's around. ever given either cotty. in it's my like basket a- or in my pocket. It's going to mess up your outfit. I mean, and you don't really want to eat it on a spot, right? Because you've been nibbling on candy and chocolate and cotties don't go together. 
You know, am I carrying saltines or am I not? Is, don't I don't want to save your Ken, coddies. Ken's got, save your coddies. I don't want it on Halloween. Ken's got a big lead. I don't even know what the hell a, a coddie, coddie is. A like codfish a cake. Coddie. First, you don't know what a codfish cake is? You never had a coddie? A codfish cake. First Usually they're served on saltines with mustard. Nobody has ever given out coddies for Halloween. <laughs> not, do. There's not a they single do. person. In some neighborhoods they do. No. It's, say it again. No. It's, a coddie. It's fish it's on a... It's a codfish cake. On a... Who the hell is giving that no, out? No, on it's Halloween? messy. Oh, no. it happens. No, it hasn't happened. It could happen. Yeah, well, yeah, maybe it could happen. It hasn't happened. <laughs> it's possible. It happen? Let's go to three. What? Number three. Coddies. Three is prunes. <laughs> I don't Wow, you really you really spent a lot of time on this list. I don't want prunes at Halloween. <laughs> you know, maybe on a different holiday, possibly. But again, they're messy. They're not easily dealt with. I think they're nasty. I don't even want to eat them in any form. Even if you candied up some prunes, I keep them away I'm, from me. I'm not, I don't want prunes on Halloween. I don't care how constipated that, I might that's be. That's too unrealistic, I, Halloween. Yeah, I don't I said, know. What do you mean? Yeah. Like nobody, In the history of the world, I, no I, one's ever gotten yeah. a prune that's for like Halloween. That's like saying, oh, you know. It's possible. I don't like cantaloupe. Yeah. No one's giving out cantaloupe. I yeah. thought about cantaloupe. <laughs> or cantaloupe is in others receiving votes. <laughs> or coddies. Now, these are realistic ones. You've got the neighborhood teacher who gives out pens and pencils on Halloween. You know what? Halloween's not for education. It's for candy. Give me the damn candy. I'm going to take this pencil and stab it in your eye. Jeez. This <laughs> is really violent. Yeah. Halloween. Huh? It's a night for candy, damn it. Uh, huh? What happened at that boarding two. school? I'm going to make you blind. Actually, we didn't Jeez. trick or treat at boarding school. Uh, number two is where black licorice falls in. It is disgusting. Nobody likes it. If you like it, shame on you. I'll give you all my black licorice. Don't be giving me black licorice. Are you going to like beat them across no, the head? I, I, will whip, I will whip you with the black licorice. <laughs> when I was growing up, T-Bone, there oh, was a, a mean old lady who yeah. lived on Foster Avenue who would uh. hand you a brick. Or coal. <laughs> she would. This is a lie. It would be, be a brick or coal. Either way, it's going to get all over your hands. The brick you, is? It, it smashes your candy when you put it, yeah. when you have to put it into like your, your pumpkin thing you carry around. It smashes everything up. It makes a mess. Her husband's a bricklayer, so he just hands out bricks. For the little kids, it's really heavy. You see them, they're walking sort of cockneyed. They're like, they're pulled down on one side. It's just not appropriate. Here's, here's And it needs to go away. Here's my question. Why wouldn't you just say, oh, oh no, thanks? I'm, I'm just not accepting Cause your brick. Because I was raised right. You don't want to offend anybody. I'm, you don't want to hurt their feelings. That's you'd, a, you'd say, uh, thank you, ma'am. You, you'd say, miss. I, I you don't, didn't know. She might have thought it was like a brick of candy. You just take it. You'd say, you just I, take the brick. I don't think you understood the assignment. Yeah. No, you just, like, you just speak, move on, speak, man. I'm not understanding the assignment. Well, yes. That's, yes. Yeah. Jeez. Number one. Oh, I go number one. Yes. <laughs> yes. You went number two on yeah. this list. <laughs> a ladle of oatmeal. Oh, like, what, wow. What, do you, do you, Come on. Just put it right in your uh, bucket. Uh, if you carry it with your hands, you got now you got to take two hands to carry that. So now you got nothing to hold your candy with. Uh, it's a Sophie's choice. I, I it's least, the worst. <laughs> it's I the least, worst Halloween ever. I at least worked hard on this list. <laughs> Number one is raisins or raisinettes. It feels nasty. Raisins are the devil's candy. They're disgusting. The worst thing in the world is that you think you're eating a chocolate chip. Not as bad as oatmeal. Nobody's getting oatmeal. It can happen. It can happen. You think you're eating a chocolate chip cookie and it's an oatmeal raisin cookie. It'll ruin your damn day. Try lugging around oatmeal in your pocket while you're dressed like Uh, Jason Voorhees. I I live in real life. It's no fun. 
That's a big W for the ginger gorilla. I don't even know what <laughs> I just heard from you. I, I mean, that's like... I put a lot of effort in this. Where's that cut from ba- from Billy Madison? You, you're awarded no points. Yeah. yeah. Huh? We are Think dumber about what that would be like if you had to put your hands out and get ugh, a ladle of oatmeal yeah. in your hands. And now it's in your pocket. Now it's in your candy. How about beef stew? That's the word. Beef stew would be, especially if it's hot, beef stew would be just as bad. Although, you know what? I I would eat the beef stew. I know you would. I would eat beef stew out out of of my hands. Right out of a bag. Out of my hands. Here's a stapler. Here's an extension cord. I I never encountered that. Like what? Here's a mini hand sanitizer. Yeah. Like, that I actually wouldn't be so bad. That well, actually during, would be. You could do worse than time. that. Stone, COVID we times. just got a special call from Bill Ripkin. <laughs> and he Bill. wants, yes, and he wants to weigh in a little bit. He okay. said, Jason, you're on crack with this crack list. <laughs> yeah. This is Put awful. Is he he does not want to go on. Oh, I asked on. him. He does not want to go on, but he wanted me to I, share the message. I just yeah. don't. Like here's, Bill Ripken knows. Here's huh? broken glass. Yeah. Like, well, none of that would be. Oh, oh, that's unrealistic. You're not going to put, put your that. hand out for that. Are you going to put your hand out for a ladle of oatmeal? Yes, you've got to be a good good trick-or-treater. Are There's you, an etiquette to trick-or-treating. Uh, maybe out in the county you guys uh, didn't have that stuff. Are I you going to take a brick? Well, I'll tell you what, in Hamden, I'm going to load up with <laughs> yes. oatmeal. Big, yes. yeah, go to Quaker o- Oats. Oatmeal. Like, what, like, let them pick. This is what, what you do. Hey. You have one crock pot of oatmeal okay. and one crock pot of beef stew, and they can choose. I'll, I'll, let them decide. I might, I might as well just give the kids some of Zoe's dog food. While yeah. I, like, well, there you what, go. Oh, but that, what are, that's yeah. uh, that's your line. Yeah. Yeah. That's your line right yeah. there. Cotties are realistic, but oh, but the Cotties? dog food is not. You could have like a dog, like if they're trick or treating with their dog, and you gave them a treat, that would be nice. Okay, we're talking about the kids, right? I mean, the dog might like the oatmeal. The dog might appreciate yeah. the oatmeal. If you're in a neighborhood, or a cottie, <laughs> if you're in a neighborhood where they're giving out oatmeal, I suggest you bring the dog with you. That way, the dog will lick your hands yeah. clean, and now you're good. I, I think that's a double loss for you. I that, just, that was bricks well, are cold. I, I, I almost feel like you I took it next level. I almost yeah. feel like you shouldn't do the you, six pack yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, you, you might have to refrain. Have to sit one you, out. Yeah. you might. You might get banned. <laughs> I think you get Stone, a one game Stone, you kinda, Did you kind of like my six pack? <laughs> Not at all. Oh. No, I'm sorry. You're out. It started off good with the with the uh, black licorice and candy oh, corn. Oh, candy corn. Yeah. I'm, I'm and then it just tanked. It tanked. I mean, by the way, candy corn's fantastic. No, just sucks. Yeah, you guys can't corn. relate. You don't know what I... You haven't what? seen the things I've We're seen. Growing up in Highland Town, when you get bricks and coal for all <laughs> yeah, I made that up. I never seen nobody get What's your guy's favorite candy? <sighs> I don't Mine, know. Mine's Twix. I mean, I peanut M&M's. Twix is good. Peanut, peanut M&M's. M&M's is solid. Yeah, it's Whatchamacallit's? They're okay. I can't I like say I've ever had a That's okay. Oh, and Skittles. Here's my thing with Skittles. They kind of fall in the Taste M&M. Taste the rainbow. They kind of fall in the M&M category for me where it's, I'll eat them if they're there. Of course. Am right. I ever going to go out of my way to buy them? No. Cordell Woodland always chooses the Starburst over the Skittles at the stadium, which is, that's much more work. Same thing with Starburst. Again, I'm not it's a lot going, of work. You got to wrap them? I'm not going out of my way for that. Yeah. Kit Kats, I feel like, are Kit criminally like, underrated. Uh, they're very good. Criminally underrated. So are Three Musketeers. I, I enjoy Three criminally Musketeers. underrated. Yeah, I agree. Stone, well, Jason, favorite candy? I like Brussels sprout yes. flavored Big League Chew. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. Brussels sprout flavored Big League Chew I, is the bomb. I really like Brussels sprouts. I like Brussels sprouts. Yeah. I was going to say Kit Kats. So. Kit Kats are good. Kit Kats are good. Kit Kats are, Kit Kats are good. good. They're good. They are good. They're stone. good stuff. They're, They're good. good. Hey, 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 Bill Ripkin, if you got a problem with my six pack, don't go through our producer. Oh. You, you, you get on the line. Hold damn on. it. Before we go to break, 
Chuck, our boss, just tweeted this out. How terrible was Jason? <laughs> Jason's six pack for Halloween. Ken talked about blinding a teacher with a pencil and one. That's right, baby. That's right. That's right. Because because one guy had an absurd list. You two are in cahoots. Yeah, cahoots. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I want to see who gives out cotties for Halloween. Hey, coming up next. Uh, coming up next. We talk about this Ravens O line. We protect the nest. Ronnie Stanley. We confident now. And Morgan Moses back to practice. Protect the nest next year on the fan. Inside access. Your front row seat to all Baltimore sports. Inside access with Jason Lockonfora and Ken Wyman. 1057 The Fan. I mean, Ronnie played an excellent game. Um, that was just Ronnie wanted to, go, wanted to go in there and do it. You know, that's how he felt about it. And then when that happened, he just said, hey, I'm doing it. You know, I'm going to go do it. And that's. I wouldn't say I expected it, but I wasn't surprised at all when, when I saw him saying he was going back out there. So, and, and Ronnie had a really excellent game. He played good football. Whole offensive line really played well, and there's things to clean up, like we talked about. But generally speaking, we're blocking people very well. That's John Harbaugh talking about Ronnie Stanley and his play this week. I do want to go back uh, to to last segment because our boss Chuck Sapienza is, is Twitter attacking mainly me. Good. Uh, he said my list was crap as well. No one has given out black licorice or raisins for Halloween in 40 years. Number one, we both had black licorice on our list. Number two, raisinets are a candy. They're a, they're a thing. People get raisinets. They're disgusting. I like raisinets. That's a go-to movie theater candy for me. I bet you do. I like raisins. Yeah, they sell them at the theater. Chuck should concentrate on petting on the other shut dogs. You know what else I like, gentlemen? I don't just like it. I love it. Baltimore Equitable Insurance. And this is about to be the Protect the Nest segment presented by Baltimore Equitable Insurance. Baltimore Equitable Insurance offering perpetual homeowners insurance in Maryland and Pennsylvania. Shouldn't you get all your money back? Yes, and as Tim pointed out, there are, there is that one neighborhood house that hands out boxes of raisins. No, I, I think I we need to be protected from Gigi. Oh yes, with your violent. Yeah. Oh, I don't trick or treat six anymore. Six pack. I don't threaten. So that was only when you were seven, eight years yeah, old. Yeah, you yeah. Would stab one third. Yeah, yeah. One third of his six pack threatened violence upon other human beings. Hey, it's a knife. It's, it's, it's a it's knife Halloween. for candy. Don't yeah. be giving me dental floss. Yeah. Well, imagine if you got oatmeal. Well, I can't imagine that until you brought it up. Well, Stone's about to wreck some, wreck some trick or treaters. Oh, poor we'll Stone. see about that. No, it's it's happening, Stone. Well, let's get back yeah. to the. To- so look, I don't think any of us saw that coming. We spent all of last week talking about the initial experiment of Stanley and McCary, and they were alternating series. And then Ronnie didn't really play much in the second half. And, oh, well, he played 22 or whatever reps. Is he going to get 35? Could they double it? Will he play half the snaps? And then, obviously, Morgan Moses goes down. And all that goes out the window. I mean, it's just sort of an ongoing saga at left tackle. And maybe now, gentlemen, it's finally subsided. The Juwan James thing happened, unfortunately. The Ronnie Stanley ramp up turned into second game go time. I mean, you don't go back to the rotation now, no. right? I mean, it's Ronnie Stanley's getting every snap mm-hmm. and left tackle at practice when he's available to practice. And he's been there. He was there yesterday and today, right? Mm-hmm. And if Patrick has to play right tackle because Moses can't and whatever, but like it's go time now for Ronnie Stanley, right? He's performed better than I could have imagined at this point in his game and a half that he has played. And he was always the key to this offensive line. Knock on wood, 
There's no setback for him. And he, if he can continue this level of play, I don't think it's crazy to say that the Ravens have an upper echelon offensive line, a top half of the league offensive line, top 12. And it's starting to be indicative in the numbers that are given out. The Jake Trotter covers the Browns for ESPN. The Ravens had the best uh, run block win rate in football. We know that they've exceeded our expectations as far as pass blocking. It is a 180 from last year where they had traffic cones out there mm-hmm. and it got in Lamar Jackson's head. Yep. Yeah, I I am with you guys. I am shocked, A, that he played the whole game Sunday, and B, he played at a high level. Because last year he played in one game and he was terrible. Yeah. And I, I was of the mind that he, is, are we going to see Ronnie Stanley ever play at the level he played at in 2019 again? I didn't think so. And I don't know if he was playing at that level this past Sunday, but he's playing at a high level. It's noticeable. I, I'm I'm interested to hear what Brian Baldinger thinks when we talk to him next segment. Yeah. But but Ronnie Stanley playing at that level had to be high on the list of pleasant surprises. Yeah, I mean, it just shows you the best laid plans sometimes just go out the window, and there's only sort of one way to find out, and it's by um, doing it. And he went out there, and he did it at a really high level, and – he didn't let them down, and that is a good front seven that they were up against. So I think it's got to help his confidence. Everything he outwardly said that one Thursday when he talked for the first time in forever, I think we all kind of thought maybe he doth protest too much, right? Like he's so – and Greg Roman, right? They were so sort of overselling the idea that nothing to see here. It's mind, body, soul, mental, physical. He's over it. He's back. He's better than ever. Like, there was so much of that that it actually made me kind of do the reverse and say, geez, I wonder what this is going to look like. And I have to think that was the reality for Ronnie Stanley, too. That Whatever he projected outwardly, inwardly, when he's at slate, ready to fall asleep at night, there had to be some self-doubt. And for him to be able to go out the second game, play way more than anybody had planned, and to do it at a high level, now I, I think it, it probably is mm. um, much more real for him than what he was kind of selling us in theory a month ago. He absolutely had no idea what to expect. We had no idea what to expect. He's played one game in a year and a half prior to his return, and it was terrible. And then he re-injured it, and he had three surgeries on that ankle. We didn't know if he'd ever play again. And now he's back, and he's worked really hard to get to this point. And it's going to be interesting to see when he lines up against premier pass rushers I know Miles Garrett re-injured his left shoulder last week's game against the Patriots he sat out the final five minutes he did not practice yesterday but if he does play on Sunday you're going against a premier guy how is Stanley going to hold up there inside access here on a Thursday coming up next we'll ask uh, Brian Baldinger Odyssey NFL insider talk National Football League with him but uh, we'll ask him what's he think of Ronnie Stanley's play so far Baldy will give us that answer next here on the fan Inside Access. Baltimore's only 24-hour sports station. 1057. The Fan. It's Thursday at 3.30, so it's time to go out to the Ashley Furniture Guest hotline and bring on Odyssey NFL insider Brian Baldinger. 
host of the Odyssey Original Podcast in the Huddle with Jason Lock and Four and Carl Dukes covering the entire NFL. And Baldy, good afternoon. Thank you as always for joining us. Last segment we were talking about Ronnie Stanley and how we're all pleasantly surprised at what we're seeing. Obviously, they had an injury on the right side, so Ronnie ended up having to play the whole game Sunday. I thought he held up pretty well. What are you seeing from Ronnie Stanley? I thought the same thing. You know, the big thing is, you know, can you still stay on his feet and have, you know, tremendous balance like he had when he was an all-pro left tackle? And I thought he was able to do all of that. And, you know, there's always a mental part to this when you come back from that kind of an injury. Like, just how is it going to affect you? You know, physically, he's probably passed every test and all that kind of stuff. But mentally, you know, can I still play the way I'm used to playing? I thought that he held up real well. Baldy, this is obviously an interesting matchup here this weekend. Both the Browns and the Ravens find ways to weird lose games in weird ways, blowing big leads. The the more I look at the Browns' defense, though, you know, you talk to a lot of people about them, and you look at some plays, and you're like, okay, that front isn't that big. But what really scares me is it's not like they're just getting out muscled by people when you run on them out of eleven with three wide receivers. They're giving up like seven yards a carry, so it's almost like. You could beat them any way you want on the ground. If you want to bully them with two tight ends and a fullback, great. They don't have big linebackers. They don't have D tackles. And if you want to spread them out and run on them, say at a pistol with option, you could do that too. Uh, you look. You're, you're watching the same film I am, Jason. I see the same thing. I've been seeing it every week. You know, I mean, the Chargers can't run the ball at all, Jason. Right? The week yeah. before, week five. I mean, Austin Eckler had a, a career day. Mm-hmm. Like, their whole thing was, we got to be able to run the ball. Well, they found a way to do it against the Browns. <laughs> yeah. And I, I said the same thing, though, last year. Like, just the way they handled free agency in the draft, they didn't really address it. And it, it shows up. Now, they lost, you know, some linebackers early on. But, you know, whatever they thought of Jeremiah Uso koromoa like, he has not been a factor, mm-hmm. Jason. He just isn't. He, he looks undersized in there. He doesn't make the type of splash plays we saw at Notre Dame. Like, I just, you know, and so they're, they're very, they're, they're small, and they get pushed around inside. And, you know, I mean, I think they want Miles Garrett to do it all. And yeah. He's good. He had a couple yeah. sacks last week. But he doesn't really, he's not really changing the game right now. And then if they're not getting beat up front, they're breaking down in the back end over and over and over again. So they have been porous at best all year long. Baldy, the first three weeks, Lamar Jackson was playing phenomenal ball, but the last three weeks, it's been a 180. He struggled with play action. He struggles in the fourth quarter and deep ball passing. Have you seen anything different from Lamar in this stretch? Well, he doesn't look as decisive as what I saw. You know, I, mean, I was there live when they, you know, they lost to the Dolphins in that collapse, but, you know, I mean, he was at a perfect quarterback rating the first half of that game, and he looked so decisive. And even on the play last week where Kayvon Thibodeau got the ball out of his hands to finish the game, now you could say, okay, ball security is important. That's not a good play. And it isn't. But he didn't, when he was in the pocket there, he didn't look decisive to me. He didn't look like he knew where to go with the ball. And, you know, we were applauding him, like you said, the first three weeks, like this is a different Lamar. Like he's going to beat teams from the pocket and then he's going to, all the other things he can do. But I, I, that's what I feel. I feel like, He's not as decisive, and I feel like, you know, even if you go back to the week before, you know, he made that big run in the fourth, late in the fourth quarter to get Justin Tucker in a field goal range. Um, you know, I mean, that was that, you know, that was just kind of a rare play from him right now. 
Talking to Brian Baldinger, it's Inside Access here on The Fan. Let's go around the league a little bit. I'll start in New England. Are you buying Bailey Zappi, and are you buying him enough that maybe he keeps the job when Mac Jones is ready? If I was New England, I wouldn't make a change. Like, that's the best the offense have looked all year. You could say, okay, you know, bad defense and all that stuff, but the guy is completing 70% of his passes in his 10 quarters he's played, starting when he went in there in Green Bay and took him to overtime. Uh, 70% of his passes, he's averaging eight yards an attempt. He get the ball to his wide receivers all day last last week. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the offensive line, you know, like they've, they've played better, but he looks he looks really good. Like, I, I don't know how you could just – like, I, I don't know, just because he's a fourth-round rookie, like, the, the Patriots have been in this situation before. Um, you got to play the best guy. And to me – like I, even if Mac Jones is healthy right now, I don't know that I would make a change until you have to make a change. Baldy, um, I find myself, and I did some reporting on this for the Washington Post this week, and talked to some people as well. I, I find myself buying the New York Giants. I mean, the talent imbalance is what it is, but and, and this thing in Jacksonville might be a little bit of a trap for them or whatever, and 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 they're not going to run the table, obviously, but. I don't know, man. I don't think they're falling into a fading into oblivion either. I think they're going to be in this thing till the end, at least pushing for a wild card. Yeah, no, I agree, Jason. I agree. They're too well coached, and they're responding to the coach. You know, I remember I was just texting a Wink this week, mm-hmm. and I was like, "What happened to Dexter Lawrence? Like, he's just been a guy for his first three yeah. years, and his, he's got four sacks the last three weeks. He's a dominant player." And he goes, "Baldy," he goes, "I told him at the when I met him." that if you're not in the Pro Bowl this year, it's on me. It's my fault. <laughs> I haven't unleashed the power that's inside of you. And, you know, coaches got to push and you got to pull. You got to, you know, you're part psychiatrist, right, Jason? Yep, so, yep. Like, I think Wink has that kind of touch with people and with players. And, you know, Xavier McKinney has never played better. Julian Love looks like he's a Pro Bowl player. Like, you can just go through the roster of defensive players and go, Fabian Moreau's been all over this week. Yeah. He's never played this good. Sometimes people just respond to a style of coaching and then what they're asking them to do. And to me, I think defensively, I mean, they're a top 10 defense right yeah. now, Jason. Yeah. And that's going up against some good offenses, you know, in Dallas and Green Bay. And yeah. They're top 10 right now. And, I, and that's why I think they can, they can stay in this thing. And then you, you, you look at last week, Wondell Robinson and Daniel Bellinger – I don't know, Jason, the last time two rookies caught a touchdown pass for the Giants. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's got to be decades. I, you know, I mean, I, I'm sure I'm, I'm forgetting guys, but like that was – they scored their touchdowns last week. Well, Baldy, another 5-1 and one team in the NFC, the Vikings. And I feel like no one's talking about them. They laid an egg that Sunday night game against the Eagles. Are you buying them? They they, they – go through their stretches where they struggle. They struggled against the Bears. They lost the lead. They were behind in the fourth quarter. They won the game. Um, they struggled in the first quarter and a half last week, like as bad as any team could struggle. I mean, they couldn't get a first down. They couldn't cross midfield. And then Justin Jefferson just kind of like just began popping, and the offense could, took off, and they, they, they found the rhythm. It, it doesn't happen right away all the time. But you know that they're not really beating themselves. Kirk Cousins is – People want to make him a top-10 quarterback. I'm never going to say that until he does it in the postseason. But, you know, he's playing within the system, and there's a system to what Kevin O'Connell is doing. A lot of heavy play action, 
um, off the run game. And so they're, they're solid. They're not great. You know, with their, their flaws showed up against the Eagles on that, on that Sunday night, but they're good enough to win, you know, 11 games for sure this year and be in the postseason. They're good enough to win the division. Baldy, uh, should Cheesehead Nation be concerned? And I, I think this might be a little bit of a hornet's nest that they're walking into with the kind of pressure that Washington is generating now, especially the last three weeks, and they've shored up the run defense. Um, they're not great against the deep ball, but Aaron Rodgers don't look like a guy who wants to throw a whole lot of deep balls right now. Um, what, what, what's, your, what, what's, the, what's your temperature on this? How, how close to critical not, mass are we? I'm not one, Jason. I mean, I know the old line, R-E-L-A-X. Like I'm, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be relaxed watching this team. They got physically whipped by the Jets up front. But, okay, the Jets got a lot of talent there. Quinn Williams was dynamic, all that. And, and Aaron Rodgers, to your point, Jason, he can't, he can't find the deep ball. It's just not there. I mean, Alan Lazard is easily defended. Uh, Romeo you know, Dobbs is, yeah. is, is not special. Um, Watson can't get on the field like they don't have guys that can get down the field they they got to think and dunk their way down there and the way their offensive line is playing they're not really good enough to do that but the thing that is disappointing to me is they added two first round picks to that defense that was really good last year and i saw Brees hall go for a buck 20 and there was a lot of eight and nine yard runs that you should not be able to do against a defense that has i think seven number one draft picks on it jason they have not played well defensively and that's the part where I would really be concerned. I think Aaron Rodgers can figure things out. He's smart enough, although it is a struggle right now for sure. But defensively, you would think that while Aaron Rodgers and the offense is struggling, the defense would carry him, and they haven't done that. Baldy, last thing for you. After the last two weeks, the winner on Thursday Night Football scored 12 points, I think. Maybe a half-decent game tonight with Saints and Cardinals. Cardinals getting DeAndre Hopkins back, getting Robbie Anderson. Uh, is, is this We're going to get a decent football game tonight. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Like, yeah. uh, you know, Arizona, they scored a field goal last week. Yeah. That's all they got was a field goal on the opening drive. And they had first down at the three, and all they did was go backwards. Like, they, they, they were one for five on fourth downs. They couldn't convert third downs, so that's why they went for it on fourth. They like maybe DeAndre is, you know, they've got a, a you know, an eight and two record with DeAndre over the last two years with him in there. Maybe that makes all the difference. In New Orleans, they still they play really hard defensively. I mean, Joe Burrow just beat them with nickel and diming them all day long. And I don't know offensively what they are right now. I know they can run the ball. They haven't been able to do much else. So I expect low scoring. And and, and Arizona's defense is a lot better than what people think. So I'd say it's still going to be a low scoring no. game tonight. Baldy, thanks as always, thanks, man. Brother. We appreciate it. Yep. My pleasure, guys. Talk to Brian Baldinger every Thursday. That was Odyssey NFL Insider Brian Baldinger. Make sure to follow in the huddle on the Odyssey app or subscribe wherever you get your podcast. As I mentioned, we got a Thursday night football game tonight. We'll preview. Plus, Tom Brady gave thoughts on his potential retirement this morning. We'll have that. That's coming up next. League at large next year on the fan. Inside access. 
Inside access to the National Football League. All the way to the end zone for a touchdown. NFL insider Jason Lockenfora. Ravens insider Ken Wyman. Joining us now, the former Hall of Fame coach Bill Cowher. Boomer Esiason, the head coach of the Los Angeles Rams, Sean McVay. The league at large. Brought to you by Valor Home. If you're in need of a new roof, siding, or windows, get 50% off all roofing and siding materials. Buy two windows and get one free. Plus, make no payments until 2024. Call 833-83-VALOR or online at ValorHome.com. 1057, a fan. No retirement in my future. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Tom Brady this morning asked about possibly retiring in the future. His response, no retirement. What's he playing? He's going to play forever. Now that Giselle's out of the picture, he's playing forever. You and I, we're going to live forever. Uh-huh, uh-huh. He's going to play till he dies. It's what was that movie? Heaven can wait, where Warren Beatty was played and died on the football field. Yeah, yeah, that was a good. That was a good movie. Played for the Rams. We're not buying this, by the way, right? No, he's, no. Like, he's done after this. After this, I year. Would this think is so. it. Slam You're going to push your luck again after uh, this. I what? would think so. And he just doesn't seem into this year, right? Where he does that Let's Go podcast with Jim Gray and Larry Fitzgerald each week, and just the comments that he's been making. He made a mistake coming out of retirement. It doesn't look like he's, he's having just, fun. That's, that's for That's damn my sure. point. He's just not into it this year. Let's go from Tom Brady to Russell. He's got Ro- lady problems. Yes, he does. He does. Like Stone Fell. Yeah, he's, he's, he's dating a witch, remember? Yeah, that's, no, what that's, Lucy that's what Lucy said. said. That's yeah. what Lucy Bird said. Hey, hey, let's go from, uh, from Tom Brady to Russell Wilson. And Russ was asked about his injuries. Feeling better every day. Uh, you know, day by day. Obviously, it happened Monday night, but... Um, I heal quick. I don't know if it's Wolverine blood or what. <laughs> Wolverine blood. Now, is that a Marvel thing? Like, I don't watch Marvel. those movies. Marvel. Whatever. Marvel. 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 That's a combination of Cookie Puss and uh, Wolverine. Yeah. Get you to. Remember those commercials? Come down to Carvel. Get yeah. your Cookie Puss. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yes. Is that a re- is that a it's movie a reference? reference? Wolverine. Has, yeah, because he he was uh, immortal. He probably thinks he made that up. Yeah. Wolverine blood. He had the, the 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 special metal bones. He, mm-hmm. he couldn't he couldn't be damned. By the way, for the first time this year, back to back pressers. He did not say Broncos country. Let's ride. He also doesn't seem to be all consumed by the losing though, and like uh, all distraught by it with the subway thing. Mm. No, I mean just like his tone there and everything. Like, bro, your season's in the balance, and you're we're joking about Wolverine blood. He's and, got his bag. You and, can't score twenty points a game. They had negative nine passing yards in the second half. He's got his bag, Jason. And he's got Sierra. He's had a bag for a long time. He's got an extended bag. He's got a double bag. He's got, got money. And he's got on t- Wolverine blood. And he's got, and he's got Wolverine, Wolverine blood. blood. Let's go from him. We do have a Thursday night football game, and then we have a special guest is it, for a couple is minutes. It, uh, Arizona and New Orleans. And, of course, DeAndre Hopkins back from suspension. Kyler Murray talks about getting D-Hop back. Be good. Be great. Yeah, just uh, – Having him out there today, you can tell his energy. Um, man, he's uh, it, it seems like every time you see him, you know, out on the field, it's like there's a reason why he's, you know, he's the best, you know. And um, I'm, I'm excited for him. Uh, excited to be able to throw him the ball again. You know what I'm saying? Never took that for granted. But um, man, I'm just happy for him. Uh, you know, team team is definitely you know appreciative of having him back. It's also taken six weeks to get the substances out of his system. Well, yeah, and he also, yeah, I mean, it's like this wasn't like something that was foisted upon him. No, he, got, I, he got popped. Yes. Um, I say this as someone who is admittedly quite short. Is there any chance that Kyler Murray is overcompensating for his lack of size with the voice? 
You because if you just heard the voice, you'd think that that dude was Apollo Creed. Right? Like, you'd think that dude was the baddest man pajama on the block. Maybe like 6'5", chiseled. Yeah. And then that's just me. He's chiseled. Right, but he's not menacing. He's, five, he's not intimidating. Nine? Like, I just wonder if that's, if there's a little bit of... Well, if it's a little forced. I, you see, I don't know. I don't. I don't even. I'm think, just throwing it out there. I don't even think Kyler. Murray, Jimmy Sunshine's feeling yeah, what, I'm, well, what I'm saying. I don't even think Kyler Murray believes he's well, a tough what, guy. And, and now the cat's out of the bag. Stone Stonefelt, pop the music down and pop Mr. Patsos's mic up as Jimmy Patsos is in studio with us. And today was big day down at College Park. They had the uh, Kevin Willard Media Day. Terps football teams playing well. It's all sunshine right now. I brought you the orange sunshine yeah. shoes. Yeah. These Gigi's got gifts. These yeah. are for, they're all you're all gonna get them. But I had to bring these, especially. for for your dedication Those are sweet. to the Orioles. Yes. Oh. And these are sunshiny great. Yeah. I got the red for the red out. Yes. Go Locks. Big win. Willie's yes. doing fine. They scrimmage. No one's not supposed to know, but who cares? They scrimmage Virginia on Saturday. <laughs> oh. It'll be closed, but we'll, we'll get reports back. Right. You'll then, hear stuff. And next week I'll come in. And then we, the Wizards won last night. Yeah. They did. I'm going in tomorrow. In Indiana. I have a game the 28th against the Pacers and the 6th against the Grizzlies. I'm doing the pre and post. Well, why ain't the rookie playing? Uh, they were too veteran-y. Yeah. Wright's good. Don't forget, DeJuan Wright was at Utah with Kuzma. They have Bonds. Will Barton played great. Yeah. Rui's off the bench. Denny had a good summer in Israel. You know, he was Bruce yeah, Prost. But he didn't play much either. He started, though. Yeah. Mm. Denny started. I'm just saying that they're eight or nine deep. Yeah. But uh, they got a road win. Taking a lottery pick. Bulls. He should play. Against I, the Bulls. I was surprised. Trust me. Against the Bulls. Will Zach Levine play tomorrow night? Ooh, that's a good question. Jimmy, we're burying the lead. Ken, the other day, predicted Sixers in the NBA Finals. Your reaction? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't see it. Against the Celtics. Now, the Celtics are good. And they look like last year's Sixers the other night. But Embiid and High Harden looked better. Look, it's the East is going to be the Bucks are the ones. I, I think the Bucks are the best team. The Wizards have, like, a lot of, like, good things going for them. Can Beal take the next step? Porzingis stay healthy? The Bucks have Antetokounmpo, Middleton. They got real guys. They took Joe Ingles from the Utah Jazz, yeah. who's coming over. Like, he's a key cog He can shoot. That. He's just a veteran, knows how to play. He looks older than me, but he knows how to play. Just like Stone looks like Arlo Guthrie in there. You really yeah, but he, Stone like knows Hellas. how to play. Yeah, Stone knows. knows how to get the thing. That, no, knowing how to play, the Bucks have a really good situation. The Celtics look strong. The Sixers, will the Nets implode? I Nets think did not look good last night. I think it's all wide open. I just, if I had to bet, I'm saying the Bucks and the Warriors. I mean, this is four sure. months away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're talking health things. I really don't want to bother you guys. I have to go see Chuck. I'm trying to come in more. I love you guys. We I love you guys. You. And you've had a well, great we show. Wait, we can't let you go without an uh, update on Operation Steal the Go-Go. Yeah. Any updates? Our mission the... to either steal Today that franchise or get some Zach games Zach Leontes lights a little bit. Some people, it's got a little bit. It's got a chance. for like a two-game event. Well, that'd be good. But they like Baltimore. You know, Mon- and Jason, you know this. Monumental has bought NBC Washington. Yes. yes. This will be a transition phase for a year. You'll still be with NBC Washington. We love them. But they will be monumental sports. It will be the Caps. It will be the Wizards. It will be the Go-Go and the Mystics much more than NBC. We've had a lot of meetings. Zach Leonsis has done a great job. It's going to be a year transition. I think the studios are going to be down there, and we need to bring the Go-Go here. Two games in Baltimore, and Christmas. we do the alternate broadcast. Yes. It's like the Manning cast. Yeah. It's the inside access Manning cast. <laughs> but I mentioned this. And you're P- part of it. And sunshine. But the Leonsis family really, it's funny because I'll leave you with this. Will Barton's playing great. He's being great in the locker room. But it's they got you know they got him Isaiah Todd's on the team like the, the coaches from Baltimore Wes Unso, yeah. of course yeah they, but the the Leonsis family is not DC centric sometimes NBC in those places can get you know you know you work for the yeah. big boys it's about the big cities 
The Leonsis family has a lot of respect. So it might become a little important. more regional. Is that what you're, is that what I you're just kind of they, saying? They understand that Baltimore is a big part of the Washington yeah. Wizards. They know that, you know, the Caps do well up here. Their ratings I'm in the sure playoffs. they do. So they get that. And I think it's going to be a really great transition. Well, Keep the faith. Well, great seeing you guys. And yeah. I'll start coming on a regular Give us basis. two games or we steal all 80. Yeah. It's, no, that's, that's, but, but you give two us two games, or don't make us steal them all. Look, Towson's going to have the best team with Pat Scary this there year. There we go. Why not have the go-go with him? Yeah. yeah that, let's go. Let's Sunshine. do it. Thank there you. There he is. Tim, I love the, you, Tim. The mayor of College <laughs> love you Park. More, Jimmy. The mayor of College Park, Jimmy Sunshine. Everybody. Hey, coming up next. We got your best bets. Ryan Horvath's going to tell you where to put your money next here on the fan. Inside, inside, inside access with Jason Lockenfora and Ken Wyman. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 